Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. What's going on, world? It's your boy Soulful Mike on the check-in for the Soul Searching Podcast. Got a super special guest on the line this week. I'm going to let the regular co-hosts go ahead and introduce themselves. Yo, it's Sneak Addict 11. It's really yours. Yes, sir. It's the boy Joey Gold 24K, a.k.a. Joey Golden. Problematic in stores now. Ow. Yes, yes. And our special guest on the line, director at Bob's Burgers. Creator of the Sneeds comic strip. Yes, Mr. Tyree Dillahay, aka Sneeds by Ree. What's going on, man? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ree is in the building. What up? Yes, pew, yes. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out, man, for real. It's all love. Thanks for having me. All right, we're going to get into the Rock'em and Knock'em segment. In this segment, we take shoes that are coming out, and we're going to discuss if we're going to pay retail for them, get them immediately, or we let them sit on the shelves for a little bit, and uh, let them cool off, and we'll get them later. So the first shoes we're going to talk about are the Dragon Ball Z pack. This episode here is all about animation. I think we all here are huge Dragon Ball Z fans. Correct. Everybody. And we have the pack that they've done with Adidas that are coming out. It's eight different shoes, some new models from them that they are debuting. Um, I think we all have seen them. So, Var, how you feel about these shoes? I'm a little cross about the whole pack. Mm-hmm. Like some, obviously, some shoes like the freezer joint. I think it's a dope. Um, I feel like they didn't flex the way we really wanted them to flex. You know what I mean? Like we could have easily got each star of each Dragon Ball on each shoe. Like somewhere imprinted on each shoe, like mm-hmm. one star, the two star, the three star, the five star. But instead, we just got colorways that look like each character, exactly. and then they picked some of the worst molds, the silhouettes, silhouettes Trash. to do this. Like they could have easily did Stan Smiths, seven Stan Smiths, straight, straight down, and would have been we would have been good. Like Nike would have did. At where it stands <laughs> right now, I would get just the freezer pair. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe Piccolo too. <coughs> well, they knew Piccolo. They did. That was Shenron. Oh, that was that was um, Shenron. That was Shenron. That wasn't Cell. Mm-mm. They did a Cell pair too, they, but the other pair, the green pair, is they, Shenron. I'll take I'll take Cell. Okay, the Cell pair because I've seen the Cell pair. Those two are the ones I would. Would I pay retail? Yeah, would you pay retail? Mind you, each one is supposedly supposed to come with an action figurine with it. Oh, then I'm with it. Then I'm with it. Then I'm with it. Then I'm with it. No, 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 no. Because listen, that's the detail. Everything. This is the detail. Uh-huh. I'm with it. I did the same thing when they did the um. The action figure pack with um, what is it? What wasn't it? It was um, Asics. Asics. Mm-hmm. When they had the Wolverine, they had De- we're gonna um, get into it. We're gonna get into That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I did the same thing, so I'll pull the trigger. I'll pull the trigger. Ree, how you feel about them? Yo, man, on the real, I'm gonna need these at the outlet. Mm, outlet <laughs> prices. <laughs> <laughs> is it the silhouette that they, is, it, is it the silhouette that they pick? That's why you're not rocking with them. Nah, it's just like. The DBZ wave is just really like it's really gone for me. Really, really long gone. Like in the distance. Uh-huh. Like we talking about we're times in the distance. So you good? So you good on these? You like nah? I'm straight. I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a John Stockton pass on these. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's a good pass. You go. It's a good assist. Yeah. <laughs> How you feel yeah. about him? This is a this is a super knock. All them shits is ugly uh, as hell. But I would get the Vegetas just to get the um the figure the figurine with yeah, it. That's gonna be fire. The only problem. Matter of fact, I'll just. I'll just check the um, quality of the figurine and see if I can just get the figurine. You buy it, so? Yeah. Or just get a better figurine. The thing with me where they dropped the ball at was the fact that they tried to do battles. And the thing like with Majin Buu, like the Majin Buu series, he battled everyone. Like Vegeta lasted for what, two minutes, two, three episodes, and Vegeta was gone. So why is that? Like we have to put Majin Buu in. No, we don't need that. They should have just did certain characters, whoever's the favorites. And you give us real models. You could have made an Ultra Boost. You yeah. could have had so many other things. Stan Smiths. Yeah. All this other stuff. NMDs. Shit it's, that people actually wear. Yeah, yeah. you're going to force these new models on us yeah. that we don't want, that no one wants to rock with. So it's like for that reason, it's the silhouette choices. That's what bothered me. So for that, I have to knock it. It's the figurines that change things. Yeah. But most of this is, uh, I'm sorry, I just, I can't get with it. I'm not buying none of them. I shoes. can't get with it. Hell no. Next on the Rock'em and Knock'em is a little interesting because we have a painter by the name of Joshua Vides. And what he's done is, oh, I seen him. he's been painting different um, Jordan 1s and Vans and uh, I believe Air Force 1s that he's done in the past. And he's they're selling them. He was selling them for around five hundred dollars, but they look like animated when you see them, and they look super dope. A lot of good execution. So, Ree, um, how do you feel about what Joshua Vise has been doing? Yo, these are really dope. Um, this dude, okay, like there's been a little way recently, right, where it's been um, artists like taking Nikes or taking whatever shoe, what have you, and um, putting their like little spin on them, like this guy. I think it's, what's his name? Um, you working on projects. He's known for making like these little swooshes, like little painted swoosh on top of like Air Force One. Mm-hmm. And that got him a, that got him a deal with Nike, right? And then you see this other guy, Joshua. Now he's taking it another step. He's like, yo, I'm just going to sketch all over the whole shoe. But the crazy thing is when you take a photograph of it, it just brings it to this whole other world. It's like 2D meets 3D in the real world. And honestly, I think these are really dope. Like, um, and you see a couple of companies, I forget, I just saw them like a couple of days ago. They've already caught on the way, but they already trying to like rip my man stuff off. Mm-hmm. So it looks good to me. I like it. I'm with you a thousand percent on these. I liked it a lot. If I had the money, I would have ordered my pair of Jordan ones. If I had the money, how much they run? They were five. He's charging five hundred a pop, and he's not doing any more until um, he signs with uh, a sneaker. A yeah, a sneaker company. That's he said not he's bad, not. He though. said he's not doing any more. Five hundred is not. But yeah, that's for some customs, not, yeah, or some customs like that yeah. for five hundred. I think that's pretty cool. If I had the money, I definitely would have copped them. So it, for me, this is a rock. Do you have a choice of sneaker? Well, it, it was the Jordan ones. It was a pair of Vans and Air Force ones. Those were the three um, silhouettes that he picked. And he would get them in your size and then do what he had to do with them. So that's all included in the price? Yes. Oh, man. That's a good deal. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Man, I'll that's, take, that's I would even go with the Vans because the, just the silhouette of the Vans mm-hmm. make them pop more. Exactly. You know, like we've seen Jordan 1s and Air 1s in different, you know, flavors and all that stuff. But Vans mm-hmm. is where... You'd be like, man, I, I can rock these every day. Yeah, I, can, I would prefer yeah. the Vans. Yeah, because you, you've done, we've done a lot with ones and, and Air Force ones and Jordans, but the Vans, I would go. I would spend five too. 
Jordan, or I think I think a smaller, not a smaller brand, but like an Under Armour or something should really mm. reach out to this dude. Mm. This is how you put a little mark, a little indent, you know, on the sneaker game right now. And you this is and like this is this. how you get this. This is how you get your lifestyle yeah. brand for for a company like uh, UA that's focused on functionality. Exactly. All right, we're going to get into the episode portion. Uh, like we said, uh, sneeze hit uh, re here is. A director on Bob's Burgers He has his own comic strip So he lives in the animation world He's an artist himself So one, well, the first thing I want to ask is uh, Which animation or cartoon collab With the sneakers from the past Has been you guys' favorite? So like, Rhi, I'll start with you on that one Like, Which one, like the Nike SBs with Quagmire Or a different Transformer pack Like, Which one has been your favorite from like in the past? Ooh, man, that's a tough question. And I'll be honest, I didn't think about this beforehand. But I will tell you the truth, though. Um, I think the LeBron and uh, Family Guy. Ooh, the Stewie ones. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think to me that was that was really good. And then um, the second one for me, which is really low key, went over a lot of people's heads. Um, a lot of people missed out on this or didn't even know it existed. Was the uh, eight collaboration with Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. They did a they did a dope ass um, Squidward shoot. Like it had this crazy camo pattern to it, but it was like Squidward colors. Mm-hmm. I have a pair of these things. The box actually turns into SpongeBob, like it has detachable Yo, parts. That's fire! That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people don't really know about this, um, but to me, those two those those are those are higher on my list. Those are real dope uh, Vaughn how you feel about them Those are super dope That sounds crazy <laughs> Nah that's, that sounds crazy I've only heard of it I've never seen the pictures of it yeah. I, I did hear of that pack But I didn't I never seen the pictures I'm definitely with the Asics pack With the whole um, Marvel Yeah the, the, um, the Hulk The Wolverine the Hulk, the Wolverine I got yeah. the Wolverine pack And I was able to get To even buy Each one separate Later on Because they started Selling them separate Like you mm-hmm. can buy the figurine I was a little pissed off That it was um, Statuettes They weren't like Action, action figures, figures yeah. You know But then um, The second one Would be The Transformer one Yes Wait wait Which one The Nike or Deodora Nike Okay Nike Because it came in a toy box It came in a toy stuff. box yeah. it, was, it was It was just it was it was just the delivery and everything that they did. They they really stepped outside of what they normally do as far as with a pack. And mm-hmm. Nike rarely does stuff like that. And Nike rarely gives you extra. Exactly. They'll give you just with Nike, take this and run with it, and mm-hmm. then you do everything on your own. So those two was just really dope. An uh, honorable mention is when Adidas did um, Star Wars. But they didn't give away any toys. Yeah. But just the fact that they sold the Stan Smiths in an action figure pack. Mm-hmm. And the Darth Vader's was all black Stan Smiths, and they went to action figure pack. And the Luke Skywalker's was um, shell toes, but they had the Skywalker um, plane that he was in, the X Wing, I think yeah. it is, and all that stuff. It was, it was dope. That was dope. Joey, what you think about him? Hmm. I would have to, go, have to go with the joints that had the Toy Story joints that had Andy on the bottom. Oh, the Vans, that the yeah. Vans collab. I probably wouldn't there. wear them. Mm-hmm. But they look dope. To look just at, to like, have yeah. the Andy on the bottom mm-hmm. and Toy Story, it's yeah. like a, a big yeah, piece of my man. childhood. Like just that movie. Yeah, it, it touched a place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. <laughs> I like those. For me, it's the I love the Quagmire SBs because mm-hmm. when you think of Family Guy, everyone thought Quagmire was going to get the show. 
but you couldn't do it because Quagmire is like everything with him is sex and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But the fact that they made that SB, they took his shirt and his pants, mm-hmm. and the back part was the shirt with the little yellow dots inside. I thought the flowers from the Hawaiian shirt. I thought that was really good from Nike. And then I love what um, Diodora just did with this Transformers pack. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of details into it. They did a really good job with it. So I, I'll rock with those two. Now, if if you guys had to pick a cartoon or animated series, it could be now, it could be from the past, to make a shoe for and pick a company to do to carry out that collaboration, which show or which cartoon strip or comic strip would you pick and why? Let me go first. If you ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go first. Go I'm ahead. Ready. Go first. I'm ready. It's easy. That's Thunder, Thundercats. Ooh. Thundercats and it's going to be Adidas. That's a good one. You Thund- sure we ready to trust Adidas Thund- with Thund- another show, yeah, dog? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> they fuck you up. Why. How you fuck up Dragon Ball Z? I, That's only, easy. Only because I'm, I'm going to give Adidas another run because they have the shoes to describe each character. Like they have a shoe for Panthro, they have a shoe for Lionel, okay. they have a shoe for Chitara, like, they have a shoe for um Tig Tigra, Tigra. Um, okay. they have a shoe for each. Even um, what they, was the, what was the little like cat? Eight Nikes that we the little cat's pay. name. Mm-hmm. They have um, they have a, a shoe for each character that they don't have to go outside too far. And then to remake the toys again, yeah. you are not buying Thundercat toys now. You got to go. Way back to buy, even when they redid the cartoon a couple years ago, uh-huh. it didn't do too well and only did like one or one and a half seasons on um, Cartoon Network. But that one is long awaited. People are waiting for the movie, mm-hmm. they're waiting for a live action movie. And if they do it right, they, is it in May Nah, no. they, they've been it's been fan made stuff on YouTube, yeah. but that's been in the rumblings for years. But it has a big Dragon Ball Z has a big fan following. They have a big fan following. I mean, Thundercats. You have a big fan following, and I think that'd be dope. Ree, who you who you picking? Uh, well, you know, I gotta go with Bob's Burgers. I uh-huh. see them do something. <laughs> the uh, I think there was a prime opportunity missed when um, I believe it was Saucony. They did a they did a uh, like a burgers a burger shoe. Yes, I don't know if you guys remember? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And I was showing it to the people at the studio, like, see. See, goddamn it! See the chance that we missed, uh-huh. and then they was like, <laughs> they was like, oh, we we didn't, didn't know. And I was like, I've been telling y'all since day one. <laughs> yeah. it's like, just listen to me. I got the inside scoop on it. Like, just listen to me. Yeah, I'm the I'm the shoe plug here. You better listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the oh, here it is. The end. Um, Saucony Shadow Five Thousand Burger. Yeah, like that yeah. that was that's been a Bob's Burgers collab off like just off jump, and that that would have pushed this shoe. It would have been. It would have taken it from a limited shoe to a, a way bigger limited shoe, mm-hmm. and then it, it could have just blew up like that. That that should have been us right there. Now, if you're doing a Bob's Burgers thing, would you do it based off of the characters, or would you just do one shoe generally based off of the show? Um, I mean, well, see, that's the thing. When you got a, a show with an ensemble cast, mm-hmm. you, you definitely want to you want to capitalize on the characters. It's just like the Dragon Ball Z pack. You know, they pick one as many characters as they can. You know, they, to go with however many skews. So if I could have an entire collection, you know, I'm picking one member from each of the family. Yeah. Okay, we with you on that one, Joey. What cartoon are you going with? Which one are you rocking with? 
I got three different joints. All right, let's hear them. Who you got? <clears throat> Number one, I will have some Static Shock Doc Martens. Oh, I okay. like that. Okay, yeah, that's different. Okay. Just that's, to that's go kind left, of what he wears. So just I, to I, go left, yeah. and that's kind of the theme I kind of follow. Uh-huh. But no, um, not on every single one, but. Static Shock Doc Martens mm-hmm. And like You could do certain things Like how Paul George Have certain sh- Light up things On the tongue With his with the Playstation uh-huh. yeah. uh, uh, P2s yeah. And You know what I'm saying You could be creative With the with the laces You know what I'm saying Have certain mm-hmm. designs In the laces You know what I mean And This one is easy The Arthur LeBrons Word Finally. Yeah Now Finally. I, the, Ar- Finally. the official Arthur LeBron's With the fist And the <laughs> yeah. or, like, or, or how like They have the rock The rock nation Air Force Ones, ones yeah. With the rock, the rock On the back one, yeah. They just have the fist On the Air Force Ones And Wayne had Adidas mm. superstars. Wayhead. Mm. Wayhead. I was the metal shoe that he wore. Yeah, not just not just the metal shoe, but a few. Uh, it was a couple of his friends that had yeah. on Adidas like sneakers yeah. in the show. That is and true. plus, like for the Wayhead, you can have like two different colors. That's already a wave now where yeah. people are wearing two different sneakers mm-hmm. or like there's two different des- designs on, on each foot. Shoe. So you could run. You could run play with that. You know what I mean? That'd be dope. For me, I gotta go. I was thinking more kid centric. For one, for me, I gotta go recess. Recess mm. was one of my favorite shows growing up. <laughs> and you want kid kids play outside. Yeah. So yeah. I would pick like I would pick like a nice little simple like Adidas or something like that for them. Yeah. For recess, I think that would be dope. Another show that I gotta pick, and I'm glad that kids reconnected with it when the movie just came back out. Hey Arnold. Yeah. Hey mm. Arnold was every Hey Arnold is about real city life. This is true. Like it's a real it's show And it was cool Talking with the kids That I work with And they watched the movie And they was like I want to look up More episodes yeah. On this show Cause yeah. they They really enjoyed they The movie like five seasons Yeah man. Hey Arnold is everything So I would pick them With Puma I think Puma Would take the time To put the details in Like for Gerald And stuff like that I would've I would've went with Vans I guess I mean but Yeah I, true. I, I would I would the only reason I wouldn't do Vans is I feel like Van would just kind of just paint the characters on the shoe. Yeah, like okay, I feel like okay, with Puma okay. they might they make, would really go they all would make out. like a football head size shoe with hey Arnold <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Like, like they would make like they would make like Arnold's yeah. couch and it would flip yeah, open. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the shoe was stuff yeah. like that. Word. But between those two and then the last one I would do, I gotta rock with the Proud Family. Mm. The Proud Family, and I would pick like a Nagash or something like that. One of these black owned companies yeah. and hope and. Pray that they would do it justice, right. but I would love for the Proud family to get one. I think, but that their run in cartoons was underrated. True, very true. So I got to rock oh, for sure. Yeah, that was a good one. So I, I got to rock. Those would be my top three. But recess, that recess one got to get done, y'all. I don't know who's gonna do it, but someone got to do recess it. Recess is Disney, right? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that that. They need to. That they need to bring happen. it back. Just That's bring the show back. That's a phone <laughs> call away. Yeah, that can happen. Now, do you guys think that more animation collaborations are going to occur? Like we see, even with TV now, Showtime has animated shows. HBO has animated shows. These are networks that you wouldn't even think would be going into that field, and they're even reaching into the animation pot. So, do you guys think that more animation collaborations are going to happen between shoes and sneakers? Well, I feel like and I mean, not, I feel like collaborations have been done into the ground. Mm-hmm. So it would have to take some time off. Like we would need a good like year off before any collabs get announced. But yeah, I feel like 
next year <laughs> we could get some good like collabs with with like Nike or somebody or mm-hmm. Adidas or somebody. I don't I don't know because you know what? It's there's been some long running shows like let's take The Simpsons for example. The Simpsons has been what it's on its way to like six hundred maybe seven hundred episodes or mm-hmm. something like that. And recently, a bike company named State Cycle has a whole bike line of Simpsons bicycle apparel and bikes. Damn. Like, no one is thinking about buying a Bart Simpson bike, but there is a Bart Simpson bike, bike out there. there. Yeah. There's a bike that has all donuts. Then it has this, the bike riding jacket and the hat. So, you like, when you... You skateboards. This is what I'm saying. You would think... It would be skateboard, but it's so dope, and they have like backpacks, hats, mm-hmm. um, bike riding shirts. But then I think about it like there's so much other stuff. There's so many cartoons that is out there, so many shows, and like you said, with with the freedom of animation, and on Netflix with the Netflix Big movie, series, yeah. you can do so much. You're not restricted. You're restricted with live action. Mm-hmm. With animation, mm-hmm. you can do your your imagination literally can run wild. Exactly. So you can create what, and those people generally connect. To people who are already in that design process mm-hmm. So I just foresee like more of that happening more and more Because these people are two peas in a pod They just need to mesh together You'll get a guy that works at Puma that's a big fan of Bob's Burgers yeah, you, know, uh-huh. or, you know what I'm saying And they'll be like, you know what, I can't wait to meet up with this dude Because I have some ideas to bounce off of You'll meet a guy I don't know how that bike collab, collab happened But you think about it In the beginning of the episode Bart is riding his bike Yeah, He runs in the homeless car yeah. Boom, and there you go you know what I'm saying? And they've done stuff in the past too with with the Mars Simpson SBs and stuff it, like this that. This is what I'm saying. So, so it's, it's like, possible. It's, it's definitely possible. But side note, an honorable mention was I wanted to say PJ's Air Force Ones. The PJs, even though it was claymation. Wow. <laughs> I would just say like imagine a PJ's Air Force One that with the pops fire. on the back, <laughs> on the back, like, and then the PJ's silhouette. In the, on the tongue That was inside them. Maybe Simpsons And like Tyler the Creator He could get some Skateboard stuff I wouldn't be bar. surprised I wouldn't that's, that's what I'm saying Like it's Tyler there. got some sneakers Coming out Yeah so. Reed mm-hmm. What do you think about it You think more collaborations Like like the ones that we mentioned Are going to be Like coming up to fruition Oh, I mean, hell yeah! And I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to put on my suit For a second And tell you From mm-hmm. the business perspective Of animation So the reason why it's going to happen is because what we're talking about is, you know, intellectual property IPs. And these things, uh, these these properties bring it, their own audiences to the table. So whenever you see, you know, Dragon Ball Z um, with Adidas, or you see Akira with Supreme, and you can keep naming names, but what happens is they're bringing their audience with them. But it's no different than when Don C partners with Nike or when Alila May partners with Nike or Jordan. You just want people slash properties slash brands that can bring their audience over to your brand and you you can cross-pollinate them from there because everybody's going to get money at that point because like The Simpsons is watched by like 5 million people every Sunday. Well, that's 5 million potential customers right there. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers gets seen by however many millions well, actually, we're low when it comes to ratings on Fox, but when, when we were on Netflix, we were the highest rated Netflix uh, animated show there. Mm-hmm. So it's like you put those numbers together with the branding. I mean, it's bound to make money. It's just a matter of who's going to be smart enough to make, you know, cultural connections, you know, things that touch people in the culture, but then also outside of the culture, and then also satisfy your existing fan base. You put those together with the right shoes or the right clothes, I mean, it's, it's bound to make money. It has no choice. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like you, 
they should venture off more into it. Like you said, it's it's already potential customers there off the rip. So it's like if you get those supporters and then you mix it with people who just genuinely love sneakers, you combine the two, your stuff is guaranteed to fly off the shelf. So you you're absolutely right in that regard. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. We want to get into the interview portion because you do a lot. You do a lot of different things. Um, we want to know first. First things first. Where did your affinity for sneakers come from? Oh uh, man. So number one, you know, I'm gonna let y'all know I'm I'm an old ass dude. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm old up in this piece. You know, with the OG or got the gray and the beard and everything. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, the love of sneakers started. Like real, like I'm sitting down in like my my smoking chair right now to to give you this info. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the love for sneakers just started like break dancing, right? Like that's that's how far we going back. Break dancing was the first time I saw a pair of suede pumas, right? Mm-hmm. You see a pair of suede pumas and you're like, yo, like what's that? Why why is it so important for you to carry around a toothbrush and you in third grade? What's going on here? <laughs> And then, and then it went into like um, Adidas. You know, you see Run DMC talking about my Adidas. It's like, yo, I guess I got to wear some Adidas because DMC at the top of his lungs to tell me to wear some Adidas. And then it keeps going, right? And then finally, finally, it, it comes to a crescendo when I see the Air Jordan Three campaign. And then that's when I lost my damn mind. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I, I tell the story all the time. Um, so I was one of these eclectic kids, right? I was into basketball. I'm into drawing. I'm into graffiti. I'm into special makeup effects. Like I was a weird black kid, but I was cool. I was the cool weird black kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one night, one night I'm looking at Cinemax, which back in the day we called Cinemax because they used to play like softcore porn. Right. Facts. And on Skinamax, they had uh, "She's Got to Have It," which, 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 crazy, crazy enough, you know, it's been, it's resurfaced as a new version on Netflix show called "She's Got to Have It." It's today's version, but I, but that was wow, over thirty years ago. So I'm watching "She's Got to Have It," and this is the this is documented as the first on-screen appearance of a sneakerhead in Mars Blackman. Mars Blackman is in bed with this nymphomaniac, this woman named Nola Darling, and Mars Blackman refuses to take off his Air Jordan 1. <laughs> so, when I saw that, when I saw that movie, so number one, I, not just because it had a whole bunch of sex in it, but I've never seen a movie with an all-black cast. So I was already tripping out, like, yo, who is this person? How is this black man making movies? Because that I had never seen that before found out who it was did some research like oh it's this guy named spike lee he's fresh out of nyu he's making moves cool maybe like a year or two later here comes this commercial and it's in black and white and it's and it's mars you know reprising his role as mars or spike lee reprising his role as mars blackman and he's he, he's level with a basketball reel camera pulls out mm-hmm. and he's standing on michael jordan's shoulders and then Michael Jordan walks away and then he comes back and then dunks on him and at the end of the commercial Jumpman logo I said I gotta have these motherfucking shoes I don't know if I can cut <laughs> she's gotta have it to he's gotta, gotta have, have it, it. <laughs> yeah I gotta have these shoes I begged my mother that's the first pair of shoes I begged my mother for and there's probably still some promises that I haven't fulfilled that God <laughs> is probably mad at for me swearing to him that I would make <laughs> <laughs> word Oh man! So, 
So, with that said, the Air Jordan 3 pretty much, uh, it got me feet first, no pun intended, into the, into the shoe, into the shoe game. I had every Jordan after that. I probably skipped a couple because I was kind of picky. I was like, this ain't really what Mike would wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, after that, it was, it was over. So, from, from then on, I've been in it ever since, dipping in and out. So, you excited for these new threes that's coming out? The black and cement ones? You I'm ready for them? Oh yeah, no, it's nothing like a fresh pair of threes. Every time they come out, I'm buying at minimum a three. I hear it. All right, that's what's up. I want to know when did you begin to make the um, Sneeds comic strip, and why? Why did you even create it? Ah uh, man, so uh, so again, I'm an artist. I work in animation. I mean, yeah, I work in a director position, but you know, just so everybody knows, a director in animation, you still draw. Just don't sit in like a high chair with a bullhorn and say action and you do this you do that i gotta get up there and actually draw myself do some do, do some work so anyway the, the way sneds came about sneeds however you want to pronounce it i'm totally kind of cool with it but the way it came about was i i just been working for so long doing other people's stuff mm-hmm. like basically openly other people's property that i wanted to make my own property and I was like, okay, well, I wanted to make it like just fun. You know, it's not, I'm not really trying to sell it. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to go out here and pitch it and make it a television show. I just want to do something of my own. Word. I so I was like, but when, when I, that, uh, I was like, I reached into myself and said, okay, well, what are you into? You know, what are your passions? What are your likes? Um, what are you attracted to? And I came up with a list. I said, I like, um, art. I like cartoons, I like hip-hop, and I like basketball, and I even threw in thick women. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. a good choice. Uh-huh. So then I was like, yeah, so I was like, well, I don't really want my cartoons sexually charged, so we probably not going to have the thick girls, but we're going to have these other things in it. And then um, I was just on the blogs like everybody else, looking at Nice Kicks, you know, the shoe game, um, MT, uh, any place I could look at you know just to get sneaker information and just be a part of the community and i was a part of those communities but um i saw you know different artists doing their thing but all i saw was like you know custom shoemakers and that was the only representation of art at the time and then then i saw dave white um dave white was painting you know doing paintings of sneakers so more so taking it on the fine art tip so me as an artist i was like i'm looking around i'm like wait i don't really see nobody doing cartoons I'm like, wait, wait, that's something that I could bring to the culture. I could bring to the conversation. I could bring to the community. So I probably like December 2009, I think this is when the Space Jam 11 like came back out for the first, for the second time, excuse me. <laughs> Coming out so many damn times. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this is the first time, this is the first time that like, you know, it was a big deal. This is like I said, 2009, we're a year removed from from the sneaker game kind of like getting a jolt from like the Air Yeezy one. So like hype is like really like the sneaker bubble is just on its way up. Like this is like the beginning, like 2008 up until, you know, we can say even up till now, but 2008 was like, yo, the sneaker game is back in full effect, right? So 2009, uh, Space Jam 11 comes out and I get this inspiration to make this comic. I had already made these characters. I gave myself two weeks to create uh, a series of characters and just say, we're just gonna start making stories about sneakers. Um, I dropped it in February. And the reason why I bring up the Space Jam is because my first comic was about the Dirty Coppers, 
right? Mm-hmm. When the when the penny foam posit came out, the one that had the copper uh, foam posit material yep. uh, back that was like February 2010, I believe. Yep. So um, that, but that strip was actually going to have the Space Jam in it. But I said nah, because I I just didn't want to do it at the time because it was the holidays. I don't want to make sure I finished it right. So I was like, we're just going to hold off till February. So dropped it in February. I sent it out to two places. Um, the shoe game was one of them. Mm-hmm. My guy over there, uh, Gerard Smith. G-Rock. Shout out to G Rock. Yes. And then, um, and then I sent it out to Matt Halfhill over at uh, Nice Kicks, and they both accepted it with open arms. And they both published. They were my public. They were my very first publishers. One and two, and been rocking with me ever since. And I'm um, I'm still here every now and then dropping comics. Yeah, because I remember reading them on the shoe game like all the time. And I want to know, did any of the things that you wrote within the comic strip, did those come from personal interactions with like other sneakerheads and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's 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 about being a part of the conversation. Right. So I would be on the shoe game forums, like on the shoe game forums. That's, I met a, so many people there. We would we would be up there talking about sneakers, mm-hmm. but then talking about real life situations that happens with sneakers. And then in addition to that, yeah, real world experience of actually going there and witnessing people get beat up, you know, w- witnessing campouts happen, and then and then it go from first serve, first come, to first serve to a wrap. Yep, like mm-hmm. seeing all that. Just, just firsthand, and then just, just doing the reportage, and and giving it back to the people, but but through through my way, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's like the artist. I think that's just the artist's job. I think Nina Nina Simone said it best. She said, if if you're an artist and you're not reflecting the times, then you're you're not really doing it right. Basically, yeah. it's like so. If these if this is what's going on, I'm telling it to you what, what's going on, but I'm telling it to you through my lens how I see it going on mm-hmm. and I'm able to skew it play with it uh, highlight it caricature it I can bend it all types of ways but the message still remains the same yeah we, de- we definitely wish you on that one because the thing is too you want an accurate reflection of what's going on in the culture so what you say is, is very true and you stand um, on the forums and giving that representation is awesome yeah, and then I can only speak from that authentic place because I'm actually in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's like in, it's like when they drop the white reporter in the hood and they're trying to and they're trying to report on um, black suffrage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nah. How about we get somebody that actually came from the hood so they can go identify with these people exactly. and the situation and the environment, and now it'll make it more authentic to the people that it's actually affecting that are watching the news. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I would like to know, is there a part of you that would like to turn this comic strip into like a television show or a streaming show on Netflix, something of that nature? No, honestly, I never, if it was, well, to, the simple answer is no, <laughs> but if, the, if that opportunity presented itself, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I, I wouldn't turn it down. Um, there are some things, you know. I got some interesting things happening for 2018, and it's all and it's all because of Smeds, really. Yeah. And um, this little tiny thing, like I said, a passion project that I created. Now it's eight going on eight years ago is now is now like people are just now starting to come around. But I mean, that's what artists do. You know, the visionary 
you see things further into the future or you created something that was so ahead of its time that it'll take people like longer or not like not certain longer but it'll it just takes a while for people to catch up and when i say people i'm more so talking about brands mm -hmm. and people with money or cor corporate sponsors and things like that mm -hmm. um how did you become a part of the uh bob's burgers team uh, uh pretty easy <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so i've been so at this point you know like i said i'm an old head pretty much um so I've been in animation for like, I think this is like my 15th or 16th year. So I'm approaching a dub in the game. So in animation, um, at the time, I think I had just come off another project and a friend of mine uh, was saying that there was a new, a new startup happening, a new show on Fox. I should check it out. I checked out the pilot and I was like, yo, like this, this thing, I could see this going. I could see this being the successor to The Simpsons. And um, I sent him some work, and it was funny. The producer on the project at the time, I sent in my work to her. She knew who I was. We had never met, but she knew my work. And she was like, wow, I didn't think you'd be interested in something like this. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I, I could see it going someplace, and I get the humor. And that's the thing about me, the way I've been able to survive uh, quite well in this industry is that I'm, I'm very versatile. Like, I can do, I can, I've done anything from preschool all the way to adult. So well, like when she, I think when she when she knew of me at the time, I was doing a lot of adult stuff. And yes, this is kind of adult, but it's like Fox Primetime adult. This isn't Netflix adult. Yeah. So she was kind of like, eh. But then you know, I came in there and kicked ass, and then I've been there since season one, and I think we're on season eight or nine right now, something like that. That's cool. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm a I'm a fan of Bob's Burgers. I love watching the show. I just hate the way Fox does it. Especially during football season, like they put the show on the East Coast anyway at like seven thirty, yeah. and then they have their overtime yeah. show that runs into it. So it's like you go to record it or you try to watch it, and they they just skip yeah. by it and they go right to the Simpsons. It's like I want to see this. I don't want to see the Simpsons no more. Like, <laughs> I want something new. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we get jerked around on our on our slot. Like we've that's been happening since day one. But I mean, like I said, the fans they've been great. We're we if we don't if you don't watch it on TV, the fans they're like, okay, where's the Netflix? Mm -hmm. And the Netflix got taken away, and then now we're on Fox TV. So I mean, you can still get it online. And yeah. honestly, Fox mm -hmm. they're not even at this point. They're not. I mean, obviously you would like bomb ratings on television, but they're seeing the way the television landscape is moving more to digital. Mm -hmm. So the focus has been like you know, as long as people are watching, they don't care anymore. Because I hope I hope you guys get a renaissance the same way like Family Guy did. Because you guys are on Adult Swim and you're on TBS and stuff too. And I know people watch yeah. on those channels, so I know people are watching. So maybe that'll push it into a prime time slot eventually where it's supposed to be at I mean we like I said we keep getting jerked we've been at 830 we've been at 730 mm. we've been at 7 like it just you know it, it is what it is I, I have no control over that mm -hmm. well hopefully they give y'all something consistent <laughs> for down the road um where um when did you know that you were like really good at like drawing and writing and stuff like that like when did you figure out like okay I can actually turn this like into a career for myself oh man I actually so I got into animation late um I was drawing all my life right you mm -hmm. know I, I was one of those kids you know you discover like uh, so like most I would say most I'm, I could be wrong with this assumption but like most black kids you know, you're growing up in the inner city or you grow up with uh, a single parent home 
or you grow up with a less than favorable financial situation, you know, any of those things, you know, and I came from some of that, right? So I was discovered, my talent was discovered in the church. I'm sitting there drawing. Um, I'm listening, I think I'm like three or four years old and I'm listening to the preacher preach and he's talking about Jesus dying on the cross. And here, here's, here's my little butt sitting there drawing on a tie envelope and I'm drawing to teach what the preacher is talking about. My grandmother was like, yo, this is what you're going to be doing, mm-hmm. it looks like. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So uh, I keep it going um, all through school, you know, all through high school, whatever. And then I get out. And it, honestly, I was a knucklehead. It didn't happen until way later. <laughs> way later. <laughs> and then that's, you just ran with it from Uh-oh. there once you discovered it. People? No, no, no. We got you. Anybody. Nah, we here. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> now nah, we were just listening to what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> we was like, we were calling your story. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you on this. If, end. You're, if you're there, I can't hear you. We can hear you. Oh, now I can hear you. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, now nah, we was calling your story. Yeah. We we still we still with you. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know where I left off. Oh, okay. You, so yeah, no. So there was the point where okay, let me go to high school. So. High school, they were passing. I went to Inglewood High School. They're passing out. Um, we're all in the auditorium, and they're passing out these index cards, and they're saying, "We want you to write on your index card what you, what school you want to go to, or your college you're going to go to after you get out of college." And I was, like I said, well, I kid you not, I was such a knucklehead in high school that when they passed out the index cards, I, mean, I was looking at my friends like, "Yeah, what are we going to do?" <laughs> we had no, we had no, we had no idea. So one of my friends, he kind of drew too. I mean, he wasn't on my level. I was the best artist in the school. Like, uh-huh. everybody knew that. That's what I did, right? So he looked at me. He was like, yo, like, what about that place um, where they train all the all the Disney animators out of school? I'm like, there's a place like that? And I'm like, I, I had no idea. He was like, yeah, it's called CalArts. He was like, okay. So I, I put down CalArts too. <laughs> and then, uh, number well, number one, after school, we didn't. Neither one of us went. I actually went <laughs> like, maybe like... Yeah, I think I went to I went to a junior college right after right after high school, and I I didn't even go to a counselor. I just started taking classes. Like I was really like almost like practically dumb, practically when it came to education. I did not know what was happening, mm-hmm. but I did feel that sense of drawing and writing. So eventually, after my first semester of playing, like literally for my first semester, I took architecture <laughs> for whatever reason drawing and physical education with an emphasis in basketball. That's what I took my first semester. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and then second semester, yeah, second semester, I was like, this probably isn't how college is supposed to work. So I went and saw a counselor. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw a counselor and they were like, no, you just don't start taking classes. <laughs> they were like, you know, we have a curriculum, a path you have to follow. I'm like, okay, cool. So she was like, you got to declare a major. I was like, you really don't have to, but she was like, it'd be good to do that so you can kind of start a track. I was like, well, and I didn't like the art classes at the time, so I was like, let me roll with English. So, long story short, because there's there's a bunch of this, I don't know, I don't, I don't think you want to hear my entire life story. But long story short, after I transfer out of JC and into Cal State Northridge, I end up graduating with an English degree, and I, now I'm on path to becoming a lawyer. But I was mm-hmm. taking. Um, I was taking animation electives because I still knew how to draw. Uh-huh. So I was taking animation drawing and animation, like actually how to animate in 2D, not 3D. Uh-huh. So then I ended up making a student film 
um, I was in, now mind you, I'm not even an animation major, and I'm the only one in that class that makes a student film. I call it, it's a three-minute film called Hipopolis. It was about the battle between rap and hip-hop. I put it out, and it, it wins Best of Show, the first, wow. the first animated piece in Cal State Northridge history to win to win Best of Show at their annual art show. This sounds like something I need to come out now. <laughs> yeah. I put it online on this thing. This is pre-YouTube on this thing called Adam Films. Disney, I, but then I blast, I do an email blast out to all my friends. Check out my film, you know, it's dope, blah, blah, blah. And then I, and then somebody sends it to somebody at Disney and then Disney calls me and says, hey, do you want a job? And that's how my animation career starts. Wow. That's like crazy. That. That's what's up. Like so that. like you said, you feel, you realize that you blossom late, but you still turned it into a lot of great things. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's, 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 I just had a very interesting path, but I just kept doing what I was good at and just made the course with that. Like I never, I mean, not never. There was a point I did put drawing down for a second. I was like, nah, I'm good. But then, as it's, it's like that, drawing has been like has been my baby ever since. Like it's never, art has never done me wrong. You know, I could leave. It's almost like having your wife and you you you've left, you went astray. But it's like she always accepted you back home. Like mm-hmm. that's what artists did to me. Got it. Got it. Now it's, we appreciate you taking the time out, telling your story, and for 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 keep pushing the culture forward. Like it's, it's super dope to hear people like that actually are a part of the sneaker culture, and that want to tell it the accurate way. Because we're we're regular consumers here. We don't got no sponsors or nothing like that. We regular guys. Word. We go out, we buy shoes, and we know what it's like to be in the trenches really going through things, trying to get this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate your representation on the sneaker culture. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I've been there, too, and I obviously I still buy. I mean, yes, yeah, I do get seated these days. Thank you, company, for uh, <laughs> But... But it's all been because of what I what I what I created. Mm-hmm. That that that's the biggest, that's the biggest like um, I, I I can never not be very grateful for that. But at the same time, proud you know that wow you know what I created has, has gotten me to like I was at a Jordan event um, on Thursday over here at um, at CBS Studios, mm-hmm. and then like I like I just told that story about Mars Blackman. Here I am. At this, at this thing And they actually had Spike Lee come and talk mm. And I'm like Wow Like here we are Like it's come full circle uh-huh. 30 years That's ago I'm wow. looking at you I'm looking at you In my mom's house On Cinemax Getting inspired And then now Here you are Because of what I've done It's led me to the point Where now I'm right in front of you Yeah He's short ain't he <laughs> Oh yeah Oh <laughs> yeah no, Spike is He's short and little Like Spike yeah. is a very little dude uh. <laughs> Little dude that's what's up. Um, we want to get into the random thought segment real quick. Random thought could be anything you want to, no matter what it is. Um, if you want, you could take a little time to think about it first, and we could go first on it. Or if you're ready to go, you could go right ahead. Now you y'all can go first, and then you I'm know, ready with mine. Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. What you got? Uh, this is like a semi deep dive. Kind of like a, it's a small little issue. That I have with the Black Panther movie, and I from from the from the surface level, yeah, 
I love it. Right. Everything, the symbolism, mm-hmm. everything from Africa, even though it was filmed here and shit mm-hmm. like that. But <laughs> everything from like from Africa, everything like the symbolism of like the, being a hero. The whole cast is black. The producers black. Mm-hmm. The directors is black. And even even in that, that's like. For the future, there's gonna be more black producers and directors mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. in a in a certain um like seat. You know what I mean? But when I when I see this, I just see like when LeBron or KD wins a championship, that white odor comes down and they hold the trophy mm-hmm. too, like right in front of the camera. Like yo, we watched LeBron go forty, and we watched KD mm-hmm. hit some step back threes. But this is my chip, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, all right, we know Marvel and Disney, like yeah. Yeah. they about to get a, they about to get like two billion in the first week. Yeah, all for us, <laughs> all for yeah. us. And the main reason I feel, I feel a way about it, aside from like all the good shit, the, the surface good shit. Is cause I feel like Black people We have been so thirsty For representation mm-hmm. For having black stories And mm-hmm. black heroes And black comics We wanted that so bad That We didn't really Worry about Too much How we got it Or who it was coming from You just wanted it So we ju- So we kinda jumped at mm-hmm. I don't wanna say We jumped at anything but we just accepted we just accepted any other way like any type of way we can get it we taking it mm-hmm. any black shit is getting supported by black no matter what you know what i mean like it could even if like it was like we get we get a a, a few steps ahead every, each time it happens like we mm-hmm. get a black director or we get like the next the next go out we get a black we black, get a whole black cast then we get like a step up but we never really get like the full black the whole full thing, full one hundred percent right now like but I mean you want Tyler Perry presents Black Panther no 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 I'm saying but I'm saying like <laughs> we got where's our like. I can't wait for us to have our own Marvel. Now, I'm not saying that we need to have a Marvel right now. I mean, yeah, some, but down the there's road. steps. There's steps to this shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm celebrating this. But I'm not gonna celebrate it too much. You not know what I'm saying? Okay. We ain't win the Super Bowl yet. No confetti. I mean? No confetti need yeah. to come out the, out the sky. Not yet. You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying? Fair but enough. this is a big win. But this is more like a playoff win. Fair enough. More yeah. than the Super Bowl because I love I love Black Panther. I like the story behind it. I like all of that. All the the symbology mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the surface type stuff that we could be proud of. Right. But. We're still we still playing for um Dan Gilbert right now. Word. <laughs> nah, that's true. Mm. Var, what you got? Oh man, mine's is uh mine's is real simple, man. I was thinking about this the other day and I saw a limousine pass by me. And I remember when I was a kid, when I went to Florida, first time I went to Disney World, and the limousine had a car phone in it. And I was like, Man, we made it. We got a car phone in here. I had no one to call. I, you know, I didn't know how to even use it. But my sister, my mother, and I, we all took pictures with that car phone like we was in deep conversation. 
And I just remember that that was like the epitome of wealth. That if you drove around, it didn't even have to be a limo. It could have been in a luxury sedan. You had a car phone. You even had like liquor and everything in there. And I'm just like, what happened? To all of those phones and those cars, like <laughs> what happens? And I mean, we know cell phones. So, cell phones happen. So just like what happened? Like <laughs> someone spent bread to install a satellite, an antenna, a line, all of that. And you look at the um, what's that that big car now? Um, the Sprinter. Yeah. That has that big the satellite. Day, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. satellite on top. But you have Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi and everything in it. And I'm just like, this is an upgraded version of the Lincoln Town Car Limo. Yep. The Lincoln Town Car Limo just had a phone. And you was the man when you had that phone. <laughs> you you had to memorize people's phone numbers. And you called people like, yo, it's me. And like, what phone line you call? It don't matter. Yo, I'm outside right now. Come downstairs. Look, I'm looking out the sunroof. Come downstairs and get in the car. And I just remember like, man, that was that was it back then. So now, you know, the phones. Ex- guy, you can play video The Sprinter guy, everything. You, you got flash screens in there, Wi-Fi, USB ports. You can live in a Sprinter. I would live in a Sprinter. I would live it. I would get two sprinters, and one would be just the bedroom, and one would be for travel. <laughs> that's it. I would go. I would have a tube connecting the two, and, and that's it. It's just great. I just look at them like technology now. I read somewhere online that an Amer- um, average American has upwards to $25,000 worth of technology in their house in, the, in like a junk drawer. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, we look at today, you may have an old phone that you spent $500 for. I got an iPhone. That when you resell it, they give you some awkward number that's 1747. (laughs) Like, how did you arrive at (laughs) it? Like, take it or leave it. In perfect condition, take it or leave it. A Blackberry's worth 55 cents. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so weird how fast technology has grown, but then how fast we've come as, as... as people to where it's just like yo we don't need that anymore it's obsolete it's, it's, it's obsolete, obsolete you know? quick, yeah. but it's, it, it, that happens in like a month now yeah <laughs> like but it took a long time for car phones word cause like, most cell phones were out word and people were just like no 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 I need a car phone, car phone. <laughs> the gap between phone. the cell phone and the car phone had yeah. to be like what 10 some 10 yeah. that, that's crazy but the gap between the car phone and the and the um the smartphone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the gap between the smartphone and the iPhone was yeah. even less. Nah, that is huge. And then now it's like every every year is every new. year yeah. is something new. And the millions invested in this technology is like yeah. gone. It, yeah, well, it's, it's not awesome. gone because they made it. They make yeah. it back. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. It's crazy. Them satellites that they spent on that Yo, car phone. Word. <laughs> Yo, them ju- them shit's just swiveling now. Them shit's sh- 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 probably hit an asteroid by now. Nah, that was crazy. a good one. Ree, you got one? You got a random thought? Um, yeah, two things. One, uh, one is one is for like the culture, and then one is for, and then the other one is for us. Okay. By, by us, I mean, I mean brown people. Yeah. <laughs> the um, so the the one for the culture is yo. I need more people to start to less consumption and more creating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Less consumption, more creative, and I, I, we're all guilty of this, right? You know that that that's essentially how we met each other. True, right? Mm-hmm. Through the internet, through Instagram, and stuff like that. But man, these things are time sucks, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, the only thing we have on this earth, well, you know, they always say two things are guaranteed in this world: you know, death and taxes. Yep. And before we die, I don't want to. I don't want 
see, you know, every day that I'm on Earth or every day that you're on Earth or anybody listening to be half of your half of your whole day is spent looking at the phone. That's very true. You know, so I just want more creation and, and, and that could be whatever it is you do. Maybe you want to do more blogging, maybe you want to do more painting, maybe you want to play more basketball, mm-hmm. maybe you want to spend more time with your kids. Like things that are just more productive. Alright, number two. And like I said, this is for this is for our people. I walked into a store yesterday that shall remain nameless, right? <laughs> a very, very popular <laughs> store, mm-hmm. um, and it and it's and it's owned by us. Okay. But when I walked into the store, like I said, the store, the place is owned by us. Mm-hmm. But when I walked in, the everything that was on the walls, and we're talking about artwork or even the clothing that was sold, everything that was on the walls. Or the clothing that was being sold, the artwork, it was all by other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting here with my hands up, you know, with the with the, with the, the black emoji with his hands up, shrugging his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where are we at? It's like, it's supposed to be where our store, we? and we don't got nothing that represents us in the mm-hmm. store. <laughs> right. Where are we at? So my random thought is, is, is just that question, where are we at? Yeah. I need more people, and not to say be like me, but I need I need to see more of me, like the same way you like. I want to see more sneaker comics. I don't have a I don't have a I don't have a, a monopoly on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see more. I want I want to see somebody like when you go to Complex Con, you see Takashi Murakami. You know, I want to see more Hebrew brands. Where do the Hebrew brands? Yeah. Where do where the rest of the Fahamu Pekus out? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many artists that I could name, but it's like there should be so many more. You know, who who is who is the black cause? Who is the where's the black version of that? Like, Seriously. I need, I need to see more of us doing things on this level and doing it at an elite level, not some crappy artwork. Yeah, I need to see some dope stuff and to see it on the walls and uh, the same establishment that we own. We should be curating. Uh, products that come from our own people as well. And like you that, said, that, that, go- that's my that goes back to creativity. Now I'm with you. I just got one quick random thought, real quick, before we get out. I just got, I just got one, and I, I just want your opinion on it. You tell me if you, Yo, if you agree with it, it. Uh, if you agree with it or not. It's real quick, but I am of the belief that dinosaurs are not real. Oh my! I think God. dinosaurs was something that was made. You say up. this to everybody, yeah, man. I say this come to every, on, yes. it not real. They was made up. Mm. They wasn't discovered until 1860 something. Mm-hmm. Some well, shut up, man. Come yo, on. There's a problem with go that. This I think it's thing. weird. I was like, mm-hmm. what do you think about it, Rhea? I just need your opinion real quick. <laughs> 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 um, I, <laughs> I believe dinosaurs are real. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, and the reason why, because, like, okay, two things. Number one, yes, there were some people that don't want to, that, that want to make you believe that dinosaurs are not real because then that would say that man wasn't here first and then that would refute the idea that jesus and god you know are real mm-hmm. right and then and then there's the other argument to say well that, yeah it's just a conspiracy you know just that dinosaurs were here and then all these bones and artifacts that they're finding have just been fabricated mm-hmm. i'm on the, i'm on the second I, belief <laughs> yeah my my belief is that no nah, the dinosaurs were here <laughs> <laughs> It's just something yeah. I like to get. Man, yeah, man is not the first uh, mammal mm-hmm. or or organism, uh, bipedal or quadrupedal, that has been mm-hmm. on this earth. That is my. 
<laughs> oh man We appreciate you Taking the time out We know how busy you are We know how hard you work So we definitely appreciate you Taking that time out Just to come on here And rock with us We we, we want to support you In everything that you do So we wish you the best Oh man thank you But I got one more Random thought Come on bring it This is something That I saw at the gym yesterday Uh huh <laughs> um, So I saw I saw I saw a brother at the gym You know I love I love my brothers No disrespect And pause on that But the uh What's up with Timberlands at the gym? Uh, <laughs> Maybe they don't want to drop the um, uh, the weight on their foot. <laughs> it make you feel stronger. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Was he on the treadmill? The with, no, no. Luckily not. But my man was in the gym with some nylon sweatpants and some Timberlands. Uh, yeah, right, he just got out of jail. Right. He got out of jail he, recently. He just yeah, he just got out of jail. <laughs> Yeah, cause he wore he took the the time out to put the sweatpants yeah, it's on. on. <laughs> yeah, he got it, it was just like yo, I need the grip. <laughs> I need oh the grip. No. <laughs> no, no, but see, but that was my thing. You know, so it's like you, you have the sweatpants, but I'm like, what's in your brain to be like, yo? But I'm about to wear these Tim's. I yeah. want to wear the Tim's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, the Tim's gave him power. Carried it out, but that you wanted to wear yeah. them in the first yeah. place. That's the key word. He wanted, wanted to. to. Yeah. He wanted to. Oh, maybe he even got his sneaker. No, 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 there wasn't a forget. There wasn't a forget. He he wanted to wear those tents. It, it was the outfit. It was pieced together intricately. Oh man, the tents completed it. Oh, uh, Reed, before we get out of here, you got no, any look. shout outs you want to give? Yo, uh, I'm gonna make it like an old school hip hop record. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Mom Duke. Uh-huh. Shout out to Pop Duke. Nah, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Just shout, shout out to my family. You know. Yes, again, like we said We appreciate you taking the time out We support you in all your endeavors And we wish you nothing but success Hopefully we could do it again You in New York, let us know Word Oh, will do, thank you all right, appreciate you. If you need you. any voiceover actors, I'm ready. Where are we all ready? <laughs> ready. Everybody, look, everybody I meet is ready. <laughs> oh, it's man. the first thing. It's like every time, like before I leave, yo, you ever need that voiceover work? It's your man up. Like, <laughs> look, yo, <like> <laughs> you could put us in one of the comic strips. Be ready. Look, you got podcasts now. You could talk about. You see, you could throw us in a, in a comic <laughs> strip real quick. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. All right, man. You be good. Thank you. All right. All right, y'all. It's the Soul Searching Podcast. Mm -hmm. Y'all go ahead. Give y'all shout outs. Whoever you want to shout out. Give y'all tags and all that other good stuff. Who want to go first? Ain't no shout outs, man. No shout outs? (laughs) Yo, shout out to everybody that's arguing on Facebook right now about some dumb shit. That's going 40 comments deep oh, in this shit. That's, that's too much. much. Alright, stop. You, Once you, it passes again, five. Like Risa, get off your phone yeah. and go do something. Yeah. You're doing a lot. Word. Word. Shout out to lot. everybody. Shout out to Shorty on your shirt. How about that? Word. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, what's her name? Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. It's my ex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we went, we went through some things. It was, uh, it was difficult. You don't want to get back with it? Nah, man. She be tripping sometimes. Yeah. She be on IG too much, man. <laughs> She on the scene. She on the scene. She left me for IG. She left me for IG. Oh, it's that dad. She ain't loyal. It's crazy. It's crazy out here, man. So lonely. 
Sneak Addict 11, man. Shout out to my man Will for hooking me up. My man, um, Common Un. My man, Paper or Plastic, Ramel. He's got his stuff coming out soon. And I need, um, I need something. He's got some stuff. I he's working something. on some things, man. And shout out to my people. And HSS, man, is showing me a lot of love, man. 13 years strong. I'm trying to do another 13 in. When you're working this long and you know you got 30 more years to go to reach that goal, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you got to humble yourself out here. Mm-hmm. So stay humble, y'all. Got a few more motherfuckers yeah. to cut open. Word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need surgery every day. <laughs> every day. Oh, snap. It's Soulful Mike on the check-in. You can find us at soul 3 Searching on IG. Underscore Soul Searching on Twitter. Uh, Shout-outs. Oh, I said I would shout out this person. I forgot. Shout out to uh, to Shorty at my job, Lisa. She listens. She rocks with us. She rocks with us. So, yo, Lisa, go get problematic on iTunes now. Word, go support you know Joey. Saying? He need he need lunch two weeks from now. I need lunch from two weeks from now. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa, dinosaurs exist. No, no, no. And she's with me. And she said dinosaurs don't exist. Yeah, that's oh, don't, why, that's don't, why she's don't, don't, don't go by, don't go by I, my album. I convinced her. You sure you don't want them I was saying? Fuck it, man. Dinosaurs ain't real. Thank you. That should be your next single. Your dinosaurs ain't real. Look, I gave me your next single. You welcome. Oh, you welcome. I'm, I'm not here. doing that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, nah, we out of here. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. <laughs>